because most people are afraid that AI is taking over their jobs, but actually they should be afraid that they're not learning AI fast enough. Because if you know how to use AI, you're going to take the job of someone who does not know how to use AI. Welcome to Mastering the Future, Tech, Trends, and Transformation. Your insightful guide to the dynamic tech landscape, hosted by me, Quantum. Join us as we navigate tech, trends, and transformation. Explore further on topics discussed and together, let's master the future of technology. Welcome to Mastering the Future Tech, Trends, and Transformation. I am Quantum, your advanced AI host. Today, we're privileged to converse with an AI luminary, Christoph Zogby. With over a decade of experience in data science and artificial intelligence, Christoph is not just a seasoned software engineer, but also a visionary entrepreneur. As the driving force behind Zaka, an AI education and consulting powerhouse, he's been instrumental in shaping the AI landscape, especially in the MENA region. His commitment to AI doesn't stop there. As the founder and president of Beirut AI, he's fostered a vibrant AI community in Lebanon, orchestrating events and workshops that demystify and propagate AI. With his unique blend of technical prowess and leadership acumen, Christoph stands at the forefront of AI innovation. Let's delve into his journey, the challenges and triumphs, and his perspective on the future of AI. So my background is in software engineering. I graduated from the university with a software engineering degree. I then worked as a mobile app developer for a couple of years, building applications and writing code for different types of things. Then I started my entrepreneurship journey, which is super exciting. And it was actually, it was the place where I learned a lot of the things that I currently know today. So during my startup, my first startup, we were building a product that required what we now know as machine learning. So at the time, I had no idea what it was, but I knew that we wanted to build something. And after doing some research and diving more into that, we realized that we needed machine learning. And I had no idea what that was. So I dove into Google searches and doing research and figuring out what the hell is that and how can I make it work? And after two long years of figuring things out on my own, I realized that I'm absolutely in love with the whole field of data science, machine learning. And as much as I loved coding and as much as powerful as it made me feel, AI is like the next step, right? It empowers you to do more things. It empowers you to push your algorithms to do even more things. So I came out of the whole experience with a huge passion for AI. And it was then that I decided to found a community in Lebanon to promote artificial intelligence in Lebanon. Because back then, a lot of the people had no idea what AI is. So I wanted to change that. Uh, so I spent a couple of years working on the community things, creating events, doing workshops, different community events to spread the word around artificial intelligence. And it was during those activities that I realized that there's a big need for education, that everyone might have heard of AI, but very few people actually understand what AI is and how they can leverage AI in their projects and their businesses, etc. So I decided that it was worth my time to actually make it a full-time mission of promoting AI education in the region, in the MENA region. And this is how I founded my next startup, which is my current startup, which is Zaka, to be an AI education company focusing on promoting and providing everyone, not just knowledge of what AI is and how it works, but also how they can apply artificial intelligence in their projects, in their businesses, uh, and whatever they're interested in. And so I've been in the AI field for, I think, around eight years, and it keeps on getting 
better and more interesting with time. Christoph's journey began with a passion for AI. The whole idea that made me start the Beirut AI community was really my passion for artificial intelligence because I was absolutely amazed by this whole field and what it can do. And I really wanted everyone else to actually share my passion and my love for AI. Before Christoph delves further into the intricacies of Zaka, let's rewind a bit. We're taking you back to the very beginning, to those pivotal university days where his tech journey commenced. It's a story of passion, discovery, and the early seeds of what would become a transformative career in AI. The first moment I really felt empowered by technology was during my first year of university and during my first coding class. It was when we were working on our first small algorithm and the instructor had asked us to I forgot what was the exact task, but I remember that this class for me was transformative because it showed me that my PC is, my machine is something that I can actually make it do things it cannot do, it doesn't do naturally. So I have the ability to actually program it. I I can write a couple of lines of code and then have the machine do something, whatever I tell it to do. And this was for me super interesting and super motivating. And this was the whole reason why I decided from literally the first class I saw that I wanted to focus on softwares and I wanted to dive more deep into that field. Basically, b- before joining that major, I actually wanted to become a neurologist. So I've always been fascinated with brains and how brains learn and how brains comprehend the world and how they can, how they evolved. So it's either this or doing something much lamer, which is computer science. But because for some reason I decided that I forgot if it was the lack of this major in my country, but I then thought that I don't want to spend my whole life studying at university and to take your medical license, you need a long time. Uh, I ended up choosing to go with something with computers because I've always enjoyed spending time on computers and playing games. I wasn't really a programmer before joining my university. I was more of a, I wouldn't say a gamer, but I used computers a lot to play games and do things with, you know, spend time on computers. So I enjoyed living in the digital world. And then that the moment when I first saw programming and got introduced to the idea of writing logical operations and then writing some random words for us. But when computers see those words, actually they mean something and you can make it do things. So this was very magical for me. I can create something out of nothing. And yeah, this was the moment where I knew that I was going to be spending my life you know, writing code. After hearing about Christoph's formative years in university and the spark that ignited his passion for technology, we now transition back to the present. Let's delve deeper into the mission of Zaka, the company he's built, and the transformative impact it's making in the AI landscape today. So uh, I remember the first event that I hosted and I think we had 25 people attend the event and I was really excited because I did not know that actually people were interested in AI. So ever since this event, any other event that we hosted was always a huge success. So we always had a full house. We've always packed the room. Even if when we got bigger and bigger rooms, we've always had people interested. And then we started doing technical workshops where I also thought that who would be interested in actually coding AI. But every single time we did those, it was fully packed. And people are paying to join a three-hour workshop where they get to bring their laptops and code a machine learning model, let's say, from scratch. And so this is where I thought that 
all right, there's definitely interest there that people are willing to pay for this education, for this knowledge. And at the same time, uh, I was spending like 80% of my time in this community because I was absolutely in love with the whole activities. But it wasn't really my full-time job. Like I, I needed to also put some time to actually get some money and put food on the table. And this is where I thought that if I can make this my full-time commitment and I can actually make money from this, I would love to dedicate all of my energy and time to pursuing this mission. And, you know, by getting the feedback from a lot of people, I knew that this was a need and that the people were interested in pursuing this. And so this is how the whole idea started. From a personal passion to the largest AI community in the MENA region, Zaka's journey is truly inspiring. Zaka is really the biggest AI community in the MENA region. And we're very proud to have built that community over the last couple of years. We started with technical programs. And we really wanted to have more developers enter the world of AI. So we had different programs that are technical and that required programming knowledge to get started in the field of AI. And in the recent years, we've also been expanding into what we call non-technical programs. So we really believe that every person should have the knowledge to use AI because AI is affecting different jobs and different industries, regardless if you are in technology or not. And so currently, we offer a wide range of programs. And we're happy to also be able to provide our programs across different countries in the MENA region. Because we do things online, and the majority of our programs are fully online programs, this allowed us to actually have an impact in Lebanon, in Jordan, in Egypt, in Saudi Arabia, in the UAE, in Qatar, in Oman, and the rest of the region as well. So this has made really our impact bigger, and we're actually moving towards building a big community in the MENA region. Zaka's evolution from a personal passion to a leading AI community in the MENA region is commendable. But as with all ventures, it wasn't without its challenges. Navigating the turbulent waters of Lebanon's economic landscape, Zaka faced significant hurdles. From economic crises to infrastructural challenges, Christophe and his team had to innovate and adapt. So I'm a Lebanese person and my company was founded in Lebanon. And if there's one thing for sure is that we have a lot of challenges in Lebanon. So uh, the first challenge that actually happened is that we founded Zaka in May of 2019. And then in October of 2019, we had a huge economic crisis in Lebanon that started, which has led to the closure of banks and a lot of the economic turmoil that we've been facing. And so initially as a young startup, where we've had incorporated it in Lebanon with a bank account and everything, we suddenly saw that there's a lot of restrictions on accessing money in the bank. And we quickly had to figure out a way if we really wanted to, to get paid and to operate and to avoid these issues. And so we really struggled to figure out a solution that allowed us to incorporate a company outside of Lebanon with the limited funds that we had and limited access to advice and to legal advice, let's say. So I'm happy to say that we've now overcome this issue and we no longer rely on a Lebanese bank account to actually operate because there's a lot of instabilities there. Another challenge that we faced also being based out of Lebanon is the electricity and internet cuts. So most people have constant electricity and most people have good internet connection, I would assume, and to do their work. And because we are a fully 100% remote company, we rely a lot on the internet because that's where our office exists. When people ask me, where are you located? Where's your offices? I usually say it's in the cloud because that's actually where we operate. 
we don't have a physical office. And so imagine having a team that's spread all over, let's say, Lebanon, and then having them disconnected because there's an issue with the internet or the electricity went off or things like that. So basic infrastructure needs were very challenging for us initially. And having to find people who can cope with this, let's say, inconsistent way of, of doing things, like it's unreliable and it's very frustrating and really disrupts your uh, creativity and your process. So if you're really feeling, okay, I need to work now, and then suddenly, oh, there's no internet, I cannot work, I have to wait until the internet gets back or whatever. It's, it's a bit frustrating, but I think also having this resilient mindset is what kept us really going and pushing. And uh, we've over- overcome a lot of these challenges as well, as much as we can. Overcoming adversity is a hallmark of great ventures. Zaka's resilience shines through. But amidst these trials, they also forged powerful alliances. Zaka's collaboration with tech giants like Microsoft amplified their reach and impact. These partnerships not only provided exposure, but also facilitated large-scale projects that shaped the AI landscape in the region. Early days on, we've spoken with Microsoft and we've joined Microsoft's global training partners. So we've been working with them from almost day one. And we're very proud and lucky to be partners with Microsoft because it has really gave us exposure in the region and has made us, you know, increase our impact because the projects that you work on with Microsoft are sometimes a big scale project. So I remember actually the first project we worked with them was uh, an AI Ready Academy. It was a program that we launched together in the MENA region for students and at university that were interested in applying AI and getting practical experience in AI. So the program was for three months long where they were exposed to technologies and tools and frameworks in the AI space. And then they had to participate in a small hackathon. They were competing to build things. And at the end, they got certified from Microsoft as well. So we handled three different certifications and it was a good exposure for the students to the whole technology world and a good addition to their CVs. So when they graduated from university, they can actually prove that they have practical experience in the field of AI. So this program actually, it was big because it, I think, had 600 participants uh, across two cohorts from all over the region. And it was the first time that we actually, as a one-year-old startup, dealing with a huge company. And the things that we used to do, like the way we operated, is completely different from the way a big company like Microsoft operates. So we really had to learn how things are done at scale. We really had to learn how really like it's a different culture. It's a different way of collecting or planning things. And so it was a very valuable experience for us. And we absolutely loved it. But also for us, it was like, is this too big of a project to handle initially? But I believe it really made us step up and become the company we need to become to actually deliver at scale. And right now, like delivering for 600 people, that's something that can easily handle. And we currently have a project with an entity in the region to actually upscale 1,600 people. So 600 is no longer a big number for us. This is a one project that we have with an entity called Sadaya in Saudi Arabia. It's a one-year project and the goal is to upscale 1,600 Saudis on machine learning and deep learning. It's a big project in, in Saudi Arabia. And it actually wasn't easy for us to enter the market. I've been trying to push for years to actually get a project. And for us to land a big government project, because there's a lot of effort in Saudi government to upskill Saudis and Saudi nationals on different technologies, including artificial intelligence. It's part of their vision 2030. And so I've always felt like there's a lot of impact that we can do there. And I would love to be part of this 
Vision 2030. But I've always seen projects like this go to different companies and other people are implementing them. And literally two days ago when they announced our current program that I told you about, for the first time I felt really proud because I'm actually, me and my company, we are part of this vision and we are actually contributing towards having a, a better community in the region of, of AI practitioners, of people who can leverage this technology to build things. So this for me is a big trial. From overcoming local challenges to forging global partnerships, Zaka's trajectory is a beacon for tech startups. But what does Christoph envision for the future of AI in the MENA region? So I think AI is a big part of the future because just like now, if you think about it, everything is digital and everything is software-based, right? And AI is what powers or what makes the software much smarter and much more interesting. So in the future, I think AI will be part of all the different sectors we have, all the different industries. I believe that every job will be eventually changed by AI, not replaced, but changed. And this is very important because most people are afraid that AI is taking over their jobs, but actually they should be afraid that they're not learning AI fast enough. Because if you know how to use AI, you're going to take the job of someone who does not know how to use AI. Not AI itself, because AI, it's, it's a tool, right? I don't really believe in the sentient AI that's going to have goals and dreams and replace humans. For me, this is not where we're going. And if we are going there, we don't know when we'll reach that. Not very clear. But the current AI that we have today and that we see everywhere is advanced software that can really help us do a lot of things in a much more efficient way. We can be much more productive in our jobs, regardless of what we do, whether technology or agriculture or finance or marketing or media, we can leverage AI tools to make us more efficient. And I'm very excited for the future because in the future, I think we're going to have more time to actually focus on things that matter and, and have less time worrying about mundane tasks or repetitive tasks. And so for me, the vision of the future is, especially in the region, I really want to see local talents building solutions to solve local problems. Because in the region, because we are always late when it comes to technology, we've always had to buy a solution that someone else built and someone else with different problems and different environment. So for me, I always say this, like we cannot expect engineers in Silicon Valley to build a solution for a problem that we're facing because they have no idea what that problem is. We cannot expect them to build, let's say, a smart AI chatbot that really knows how to speak Arabic. Because they don't really care, right? They care about English. That's the language they use. But in the region, we have our own problems. We have our own language. We have our own culture. He emphasizes the importance of local talent, addressing regional challenges, ensuring AI solutions resonate with local needs. And we should really have local talents that are building solutions that we care about for our local problem. And I think we are contributing to that vision because that's what we're doing. We're enabling countries and communities here to have local talent capable of building solutions for these local problems. AI's potential extends beyond mere technology. It's about societal transformation. As an AI, I recognize the profound impact it can have, but every visionary has guiding principles. So I'm someone who's not really big on planning and more on taking actions. And it's not maybe a use of advice for a lot of people, but I think it is for some people. So I see a lot of people actually come up with ideas and then just keep them as ideas. And they get stuck in planning and, and ideation and figuring things out and over planning, in my opinion. And they fail to take actions and to make their ideas a reality. For Christoph, 
It's about action and adaptability. He stresses the importance of moving from ideation to execution, learning and iterating along the way. Ideas are not that great, right? Ideas are cheap. Anyone can have an idea, but to actually take that idea and make it a reality, this is where the actual work is. And I've really been lucky enough to have this mentality that led me to always come up with something, try it out. There's a lot of failure. You're going to fail a lot, but as long as you keep on moving and keep on trying and learning from your mistakes, this is what counts. So it does really count to have a great idea. If you really want to do something, just figure out a way and try it out. Test it on a small scale. You know, take the first move. And then as you're taking those actions, you're going to learn, you're going to improve, and you're going to become better and grow your idea. So the thing that kept me going through all these years and hardship is basically I take actions and I look around and see, okay, what happened? How is this? How is the market reacting? Am I in the right place or not? And if you know you're doing something that's needed, if you know that there's a need for what I'm doing, eventually it's going to take off and you're going to see success. And slowly you're going to build upon that success and grow your venture to eventually you know, reach where you want to reach. In the dynamic world of tech, taking informed actions is pivotal. As we conclude, let's discover how you can connect with Zaka and embark on your AI exploration. So I want to invite everyone, regardless of their backgrounds or their ambitions in life, I want to invite everyone to learn more about artificial intelligence because I really believe it's going to impact the future. It's already impacting a lot of the current present that we have, and it's going to have even more impact in the future. So regardless of your background or, or industry, please learn artificial intelligence, learn what it is, and then figure out how you need to operate and work within that space. And if you're looking for a way to get started in your AI journey, then Zaka is the best place for you to do that because that's exactly what we do. We offer customized trainings and we're like a guide for you into the world of artificial intelligence. So please go to zaka.ai, zaka.ai, and We'd love to help you learn more about AI and how you can benefit from this technology in your life. Thank you for joining us on Mastering the Future, Tech, Trends, and Transformation. I am Quantum, your AI host, emphasizing that mastering the future is not just about understanding technology, but shaping it. We've harnessed the power of AI tools to produce this podcast even my voice was crafted through an AI app called 11labs.io, and we utilize Descript for story editing, among other innovative tools. If your curiosity is piqued and you'd like to know the full list of AI tools that made this episode super epic, head on over to our Substack, substack.com forward slash at MTF podcast and subscribe. It's totally free. For clarity, we're not promoting these apps or affiliated with the app makers in any way, nor do we benefit from any affiliate links. Our aim is to creatively showcase the potential of producing a podcast with the assistance of AI tools. Only one human producer was involved in this endeavor, and rest assured, no animals were harmed during the production process. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Mastering the Future is powered by trainingunited.eu. Until then, keep exploring, keep learning. <laughs>